here today with author, life coach, and businesswoman, Tracy McKinney. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time and joining me. Uh, I've, you know, um, I saw about you on Black News. I was okay. reading an article and I was very inspired by your story oh. and uh, what you were doing with the uh, No Colorism Seminar. Can you talk a little bit about, like, you know, how you came up with that idea? Yes. Um, actually, last year, God put that on my heart. And to be perfectly honest, it's an assignment that I didn't want because I know the um, a lot of people don't like talking about it or discussing it. It's uh, like taboo. You know, we we'll holler all day long, stop the racism. But when it comes to internal within our own culture, we shy away from talking about things. So I know that it was going to be a challenge. So I actually tried to pass it off to my mentor, to a sister friend, like, and he just kept putting it in my heart. And then I just would log on social media and colorism was popping up everywhere. And I was like, wow. So I was like, let me be obedient and walk into it. If you told me to do it, then, you know, I've had enough of my days where I was disobedient to God. So now it's like, let me walk into it. And, um, and let God have his way and, and see what will come of it, you know? So um, it is disheartening and it's sickening in our community, when, in our culture, where you just see so much hate amongst one another for the littlest things. And I just don't understand how do we get so far gone to the point where we just, you know, not saying that there's no support, you know, there are some, but all you see projected is hate, is this uh, discord, is division. And so I think it's just really time, especially in a day and age that we're living in now, it is time to dismantle that and to learn to coexist, stop killing one another. You know, why? Why? You know, why are we doing it? What are we getting out of this when we could be such a powerful people together and create so many beautiful things? Like I've seen so many businesses being created during this pandemic by African-American people. And it's, it's amazing. So it, I know what we're capable of, but can we just stop the hate, you know, for what, what is it for, you know? So, um, I, I just really want to, you know, see where God is going to lead me with this and see how we can learn to coexist, you know? So it is time. It is time. Uh, you talk about stopping the hate, and I know uh, from uh, reading the article that your son uh, was a victim of gun violence, yes. you know, which uh, I imagine like was a rock bottom moment for you. Oh, can you talk about the adversity and how you were able to start healing from that tragedy? It took a very long time. So that was in 2011 when I lost my son in the streets of Chicago. And it was, of course, by someone he knew. So that, that's exactly my point. Most of the victims, it's usually by the hands of someone they know and they've become enemies or whatever. So I was really strict as a mother. I, I didn't want my son or my daughters to be out in the streets. So I kept them away from so much. And I, that's, a not, that's really not a good thing because you could be so strict that when they get old enough, then they're like, what are you keeping me from? Let me see what's out here. You know, I see my uncles getting money. I see this. So now I want a taste of this. So um, when my son was killed, I actually transitioned into a very, very, very dark place. Um, I actually went on the streets and tried to commit murder. Um, I wanted his son, my son's killer gone. Like, 
I so in that aspect of it, I understand when people want retaliation because it's a it's just a spirit that just takes over. It consumed my entire being. I wanted revenge, and I you know, and so um, it actually took over my life for all the way up until 2018, and I jumped up and relocated to Missouri, um, a small town that I've never even been. I had never even been to Missouri, but um, that's where we healed. That's where we began to heal and to overcome and forgive and start to live again because I was merely just existing. I wasn't living for all of those years. I was totally consumed with, I need revenge, you know? So I understand both sides of it, but until you deal with your mental state and heal, then you'll stay in that dark space. And I knew that I was self-destructing. So I had to be a mother to my daughters and I had to come out of it. So I thank God for that. And it was crazy because during that whole period, I was being the grocery store, like, and a stranger was in um, line in front of me and turned around and said, God told me to tell you to write your story. And I was like, what? You know, that was the furthest thing from my mind. I was like, uh, I'm trying to plot a murder and you talking about write a story so that kept happening to me like I was even at a wedding um and we're sitting there, and it was a Sunday and my friend was getting married so I had just left my church service and was waiting for the wedding to start because their church service was still going on and at the end the pastor calls me up there now mind you I had never stepped foot in this church again and I'm turning around like it's a hundred people in here surely you can't be talking to me you gotta be talking to you know somebody in this church that you know he was like no you come here and I was like oh. and he said God has so much for you he has a calling on your life and these things just kept happening and so all of the years that I was trying to plot murder, it was like God was trying to save me. And so finally I surrendered and, um, and then my life transformed. And then I wrote the book in the height of the pandemic um, last year and it was released in October and things have just taken off um, from that, from me being obedient and healing within. And I think a lot of us have to heal. We, we have to be okay and say therapy or, you know, going to counseling is normal. We, you know, we, we, we act like that's a taboo, but it's not like you have to, you have to heal. You have to heal from within to be whole and to show up in the world and to walk into your purpose, you know? So um, that's how all of that came about. And now I'm just, um, I'm just walking into my purpose and seeing who else I can help just as someone was helping me, you know? So that's what it's about for me. That's beautiful. And you uh, talked about, um, you know, receiving like your know, encouragement to write the book rewritten, you mm -hmm. know, which is uh, critically acclaimed. It has lots of positive reviews online. Um, you. you know, what, what can people take away from the book? Wow. And you don't have to have lost a child to take away something from the book. But what the what you can take away from the book is that because the book goes all the way back to my childhood. Um, um, and it, it shows you that you can endure so much, but you don't have to stay stuck there. You can come out of it. Like for I had a young lady that read my book who um, when she had a baby many years ago, her baby was burned and she was mad at God for years she read my book and said it helps her to get her relationship now mind you her son is grown now but it helps her to say you know what it's time to let go and live 
and you and you have to otherwise you'll just stay stuck you'll stay in that dark place and you're not living you're just existing so my book will show you it will take you on that dark road and all the way up until redemption where God did rewrite my story. And then, you know, you can have a second chance. He gives us many chances, but it's up to us. You know what I mean? It's up to us. And he gave me multiple chances. And I was like, nope, not yet, God, not yet. But for some, he just kept sending strangers my way. And it was just mind blowing because I was like, nope, I'm going to drink some Remy and then I'm going to plot this murder. And I'm just being transparent because this is my story. And that's what it was. And I just, it was so unfair to me that he got a chance to walk around and not do jail time, but you pulled out a gun and took my son. So um, I had to move in. I believe that's why God had me move to Missouri because that's when I really began to heal and let go. I had to remove myself from that same environment that was tearing me down and, um, and consuming me. But the beautiful part is when you begin to heal from the inside and all the things that you can accomplish and then the other people that you can help because you're whole now. So you're looking at things from healed eyes versus broken eyes. It's completely liberating. It is so liberating. So now I'm just like, have your way. And, and I will walk into whatever, I'm not running no more. <laughs> so whatever assignment he has for me, I'm all, all in. And so when he kept giving me the colorism, I'm like, okay, what can I do? If I help two or three people, then I know I've done something. But um, why do we hate one another so much? That, that is really, really disheartening for me. And I'm very passionate about that. And I know it's disheartening for a lot of people. I'm from the city of Chicago. And you oh, okay. know, uh, gun violence is on the rise. You know, what are your thoughts about, like, you know, uh, the continued violence that is plaguing the streets of Chicago? Right now, I honestly don't believe it's all us. I don't. Um, especially the highway shootings. I, I think there's a lot not being talked about, but I don't think all of the shootings are us. I think that there are so many things in place designed to keep us at war with, with one another. I really do. Um, and then the ones that are, the shootings that are done by us, then I understand that because I've been there. Like you took somebody from me, I have to, you know, get, I've been on that side. But what I don't agree with is that you're out here shooting like this and you're shooting babies and killing innocent people. Like back in the day, gangs walked up to their target and they got their target. It's not just let me just shoot in a crowd. Um, it's too many mass shootings now. Why is that? The part that's real mind boggling for me is that lately, nobody's seeing the shooter. Right. I'm not understanding that. Like that's yeah, all these cameras. Yeah. All these cameras. And I, when I was going through that with my son and I would go to these meetings, they, I sat in a meeting of that camera can zoom down to the serial number on a quarter. And you telling me that it can't pick up anything in the area. So that's why I'm like, okay, this is why it's so critical, critical for us to stop the hate because we got to be smarter than this. Something is going on bigger than us that is keeping us at war with one another. And we have to wake up and realize like, nah, this don't sound right. It's, it don't sound right. The highway, the high, it does not sound right. I don't know if you watched My Life in the Shy. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if you saw one of his YouTube videos where there was a Caucasian man on I-57 yeah. shooting out of his car. Enough said. But we have to get smarter and say, okay, it's all designed for us to destroy one another. When are we going to stop attacking one another? You're uh, also a life coach and been nicknamed the turnaround coach. Yes. So, uh, what would be your advice for people who have experienced tragedy and touched on it? Uh, but how can they turn that situation to triumph? Yeah. So you, my advice would be to check your surroundings, who you're around, because if you're around somebody who is just as in a dark space as you are, you're going to stay there. You have to surround yourself, get therapy, surround yourself with people who will pour into you. And that, that's what began to happen for me. Um, I was surrounded by, you know, the people, let's go get the bottle and drink and this and that. And then when I changed that and I walked away from it, and I say, and it's not because you think you're better than somebody else or you, you know, hate them or anything. You have to do what's best for you now. You have to decide who is important in my life. It may be your kids or whatever, but whatever the case may be, if you don't start here, you're no good to your kids or anybody. So you have to start here. So it is very important that you have that caliber of people around you to help you and who will see stuff in you that you don't even see in yourself. And I would say constantly read positive things. Um, even be careful what you watch and listen to. For me, I had to eliminate all of that. I stopped listening to so much stuff and I just had to listen to things that were pouring into my spirit and that was helping me to live again. And then I just constantly, I love to read anyway, but I began to read more positive affirmation books, positive, you know, just things that was, pouring into my spirit, things to shift the mindset, because you have to shift that mindset. That is so important. And it's not a one-time thing. It's a daily, a daily thing. And that's what a lot of people think. Oh, I, I went to therapy for three weeks. I'm good. No, it is daily. It is daily. I go to therapy now. And it's, and, and it's helpful. Like, you have to constantly, I mean, especially after this pandemic, so many people lost, you know, um, loved ones. So it's a lot that we're going through and carrying on our shoulders right now. But we are such a resilient people. Um, we can do it. You know what I mean? We can do it. So I, I just recommend that you really, really pour into yourself and love yourself and know that you will be okay if you do that, you know, but it's all about your surroundings and what you allow in your ear gates and your eye gates. You have to protect them. You must protect them. <laughs> That's yes. uh, amazing. Tracy, you're such an inspirational uh, and empowering uh, person. Uh, Thank you. Uh, people who want to reach out to you, where can they contact you? So on Instagram, you can contact me at Miss MS Tracy, T-R-A-C-I-E, McKinney, M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y. On Facebook, is Tracy McKinney. Twitter, Tracy McKinney, and LinkedIn. Um, you could also contact me on my website, www.tracymckinney.com and www.colorismnomore.com. So yeah, I'm all, <laughs> it's not hard to find me. <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate you. Of course.